what's up y'all this is from books to bills podcast a podcast for the young professional it's your girl erica hailing all the way from baton rouge louisiana and it's your favorite staff member Shaq, all the way in augusta georgia <laughs> and this is jasmine who's always on time <laughs> coming in from the dallas area Always, what you trying to? Okay, listen, we're not gonna start off being petty. What you trying to say? Um, Shaq is always late. We actually will start off with being. I may not come when you uh, want me to, but I'm always on time. Uh, uh-uh, you like that one staff member that come in late and you don't come bearing gifts? <laughs> we ain't going there today. Well, Shaq, contrary to what you just said, we are gonna start off on a petty note, and you will be helping us do that today. You right, and will. So here's the question for today. I have. Directly before your staff provided lunch, you decided to go to the restroom to wash your hands. While washing your hands, you notice Shonda leave the stall. Because <laughs> y'all didn't talk about Shonda, so we're talking about Shonda today. You notice Shonda leaves the stall and heads directly to the lunch. Oh, no, no. When, <laughs> when you get back to the lunchroom, you notice Shonda is the first in line. Of course. On Yes, on a scale from one to petty, what do you do? One, insist that everyone get some hand sanitizer. Two, whisper to Shonda that she might need to wash her hands. Number three, announce to the room that Shonda hasn't washed her hands. Petty. Num- number four, break the line to be first. Or number five, other. Erica, what you got? Hey. Okay, Jasmine, you go. Uh, no. I was about to go. Okay. How you late and you rushing folks? I don't understand. Right. Well, the way she was looking like she had to think, so I was like, okay. As my daddy said, when you're late, ain't no point in rushing because you're still going to be late when you get there. <laughs> um, I definitely would not announce <laughs> that Shonda hadn't washed um, her hands because I just, I don't, I'm not in the business of embarrassing people. However, I think I would have championed the movement of passing around hand sanitizer. I, I definitely could have been that person just so we can um, start off on a cleaner note. No, I'm definitely with you, Erica. But I have, think I have an excuse. Like, I'm a nurse. People expect me to come around with hand sanitizer. but um, Yeah, you definitely have a cover. Yeah, I got a cover with that. So, But I'm just laughing that Shonda didn't wash her hands and then going to be the first in line. Don't be touching no utensils and... No. Have y'all ever been in the bathroom? <clears throat> and you know, some I don't know if this is the case in men's bathrooms, but like they'll sometimes be a larger stall, and sometimes that stall will actually have a sink in it as well. It's which is lower. It's accessibility. Right, right, right. But I don't always see that. And so when I um sometimes when people walk out and don't wash their hands. I peek around and see if it was sinking there, and sometimes it is. <laughs> and even times when I use that bathroom, I'll just go ahead and wash my hands outside so people know that I wash my hands. Yeah, I want. I don't want nothing to be the question. Y'all ever nothing. seen people like um, they go wash their hands and don't use no soap? What you washing them for? What I you? Mean, it helps. What was the point? But I mean, yeah, <laughs> you gonna rinse them off with a little your fingertips. Right, I'd rather use hand sanitizer if you're not going to wash them. That's true. That's ridiculous. Well, I have been on both sides of not washing my hands when I go to the restroom. What? But I feel like I have to explain myself. Don't look at me like that. 
We're waiting. If I go in the restroom and the restroom looks nastier, like the the if it's not a hands free or if it looks nastier than I feel like my private parts are, I'm not touching any of that. <laughs> and I'm gonna go outside and then find some hand sanitizer or something. And so, you know, maybe that's what was going on with Shonda. Maybe she just felt like the bathroom wasn't that clean. But clearly you didn't because you sitting in there using it too. Right. You, I mean, you wash your Do you think hands, it's different but... for men and women? Me? Oh, oh. Absolutely. Because, I mean, why does a man need to, why does a man need to wash his hands if he just goes in there, he doesn't touch anything but his private parts? Because your private parts may not be clean. It's just as clean as any other part of your body that you touch. Hold on now. You, you talking to the wrong one. But Shay. You and I have had this conversation, <laughs> even if, even in theory, but even in theory, if that's the case, the environment in which you have entered is certainly not germ-free at a, at a much higher level than your body. So you just need to wash your hands because you have more than likely touched things in that bathroom. But what if you didn't? What if you didn't have a door to touch and you just walked in? Because you notice a lot of men's restrooms don't have doors. Okay, but if you whip out your... And then don't wash your hands. You introduce bacteria and all kind of stuff in your mouth. But here's the thing. Like, if I'm sitting there watching TV, I'm going to be holding my nuts just watching TV. And I ain't going to just get up and wash my hands then. This done turn into a whole nother ordeal. Yeah, I mean. I'm obviously outnumbered here, but I feel like. I, I, now, I, I believe people need to wash their hands. I ain't trying to advocate for that. But I just feel like sometimes you just get on out of the bathroom and you'll be okay. You will be all right. Well, I, I know for a fact a lot of guys don't wash their hands. If ain't nobody got to prove it, I know. Don't reach for my plate, Shaq. No, but I, now, that, that was not if we was about to eat. If we about to eat, then... Certainly, I'm gonna wash oh, my hands. And... It's parameters to this. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was just talking about in general. I kind of mixed them up, but yeah, in general. Well, does that conclude our on a on a scale of one to petty? I believe so. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna kick it into the recap. Do y'all have any comments? Question? Well, not questions. We'll save questions to the end. But any comments from my listeners from the last show, or just in general? I have some I can pull up. Well, I just want to say, you know. um, we, I think a lot of folks notice if they've been following our social media, they see that me and Erica um, were able to connect in Philly at our work conference, which will continue, will continue to be called a work conference. Um, yes, we, the professional conference. Yes, and so we got to see a lot of folks. I don't know what kind of professionalism <laughs> Wait, is going what on. Please explain. Yeah, elaborate. I mean, I just saw pictures of people enjoying themselves. And it didn't look we'll like see. no, well, they was in the conference. Well, because of us listening to a speaker? <laughs> just because we ain't no nurses. Maybe. And we don't go to conferences and learn about new IVs and stuff. Um. <laughs> so what do y'all do? How do you justify this from coming from the budget? I want to go to Philly and just play around. Well, enjoy yeah. the city. Shaq you, Shaq, you over there still hydrating now. Over No, I'm hydrating because I just left the gym. Um, but we just know how to, you know, have a good time in and outside of the conference. And so we woke up early those mornings. Sessions began at about 7.30. We were at those sessions. And then you go until about 5. And then after 5, you have a good time. And, and personally, y'all know... 
um, that I'm very uh, bored over here in Augusta, so I had to make up for lost time. Shaq over there jigging in the street. <laughs> what are you speaking of? She's talking about the picture that I put she... on Instagram. <laughs> oh, and a yellow hoodie. Yes, you know, I, I mean, I thought that I looked. Um... You you know, dark skinned people love a bright color. <laughs> well, what you know? What I'm proud to be team dark skin. You know. Amen. 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 But um, we actually got to hear some really good speakers. We got to hear um, Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor. She was really cool, really sweet. I just knew you was about to forget the name. No, I didn't. Sonia Sotomayor. She was very nice to listen to. Okay, and while we own this, Erica was just dumbfounded by the fact that... So Erica and I sat together in this this session... (laughs) And, and she did a great job presenting. She talked about education, even though she thought we were students and, and some different stuff. Yeah. Well, they put her, like, her official picture as a justice on the screen before she got up there. And I don't know if my friend hadn't seen what she looked like in a while. I had But Justice Sotomayor looks a little bit more aged in that picture. And Erica could not stop talking about it. <laughs> it if she wasn't asleep, she was up talking about how old a lady looked in person. If you wasn't asleep. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, because my friend ain't stay up the whole time, but that's neither here nor there. No, no, that's not what I went to sleep on. I went, I fell asleep during the opening session with them dancers. Y'all had dancers? <laughs> yeah, so it was also the 100th anniversary, which might I add, there was nothing centennial-ish about the whole conference. Yeah, I would I would agree. I was very underwhelmed. I thought it was just going to be very celebratory, and it honestly wasn't. Hell, other than the fact that the opening ceremony had something about the 100 years, and those dances did 10 different dances through the decades, and nothing else. And actually, did you notice, it was nine dances. Yeah, because they merged two. Oh, no, no. There was eight total dances, and one was merged. Look, there you go. I, okay. Because we didn't get the most recent, did we? I don't remember them seeing. I ain't, I ain't remember teaching me how to dug it come up there. So. Well. But anyway, so I was originally saying all that to say that while we were at the conference, we got to reconnect with a lot of colleagues. And I was very happy to know that a lot of them were uh, listening to our podcast. Um, and BB, my mentor from grad school, was one of them. Um, she shared with me that she had been listening. And particularly, she talked about, um, uh, was it community lotion she was talking about? Yes. Hey, babes. And then um, my brother, Timothy, also, uh, who who I call Tim, but he makes everybody else call him Timothy. Um, he told me that he listens and he really enjoyed it. He said, one of the parts he said really tickled him, but I don't really remember what it was. Um, but yeah, so in, and other people, I think. Yeah, Harold did. A couple other folks told us they watched the show. So thank y'all so much. We really appreciate it. And if we haven't shouted you out and you are um, from Books to Bills Faithful, go ahead and let us know on social media so we can share, retweet, whatever the case it is. Please, please, please. Daz, do you have any? Um, No, I heard good things. There were a couple of comments left on um, our IG based on like what they heard. And they have future questions for Ask Nurse J. So that was oh, good. Oh, so you going to say something today? Yeah, I got a question. Okay. Um, and then I had one of my friends, Shaki, would be happy to know. I don't know which I don't know which episode she was listening to, but she said, Shaq trying to get chose with this introduction. He ain't slick. 
<laughs> well, it is a baser. Come on. I was about to say, Speaking. yeah. Speaking. Matter of fact, you can tell me who this friend is. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'll, I'll let you know offline. I'm clearly single and ready to Amen. mingle. So. Amen. <laughs> All right, so that's up for the uh, recap. So today's weekly staff meeting, we will be talking about paid time off, sick leave, and just in general taking care of yourself. Do y'all think y'all can give me some thoughts about that on today? I, yeah. I believe we can. Okay, thank you. I'd ask the question. Ooh. So... If you have not already heard in the tones, the undertones of my voice, this topic hits home. As a matter of fact, it is in my home as we speak because I'm under the weather and I caught in sick today to, for work um, and did not report. Um, and so that brings me to my first question. I was wondering if there was the motivation for this question too. It was, but I was like, what are we going to talk about today? And I was like, I'm trying to think of something that like I can generate some questions of quick questions on really quickly and something that I think we could probably all talk about. I'll also share a story um, when we get to our second question about how this also is incorporated at that conference. Jasmine said you want to do nothing productive at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to finish up from the conference. I done sent y'all to Philly to learn about how to take time off. Along with how to better serve first-generation college students, how to better equip student athletes so they can get to their programs more effectively and in the majors they want to be in. What else you want to know, Jasmine? And I learned how hey, to be hey, a, a hey. better supervisor. Uh-huh. So, something's happening with your tone, Erica. <laughs> something's happening with your tone. But you don't sound sick no more. <laughs> no, I'm sick. I'm I sick know. I'm tired of being sick and tired. That congestion right? cleared all up when she had to get right. I can call. What's the question, Erica? The first question is do you find it difficult to call in sick or take personal time for yourself? Why or why not? Okay, I guess I'm Don't going. rush the answer. We we have all night. We right. don't have all night because the Razorbacks are some, playing and I want to be able to watch my go team. Back to sleep. All right, well, come on and answer Whoopee. the question. Okay, so do I find it difficult to call in sick? I honestly looked at this today and I've never used any sick time at this job. Never. Now that I work for the state, like I have sick time and then I have vacation time. Mm-hmm. So I've used like my vacation time, my, um, my floating holidays, but I have not touched my sick time. And so it made me think like, I think I need to sp- start spending some more time out of the office. You need to be sick more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever you want to call it. Shaq, you want to go or you want me to go first? Oh, I thought Jasmine was still going. I didn't mean to cut her off. She said she needs to spend some more time being sick. I thought she was going to talk about some more realizations. <laughs> I need, I mean, I'm not going to say sick. I'm going to say I need to have a better work-life balance. Because... I have two, like I have a um, business cell phone. And so even when I'm not in the office, like I feel like I'm always on call. So you can't yeah. really relax or rest because somebody always has access to you. Yeah. So it's pros and cons to that. But Are you honestly able to not answer your phone? 
or is it a part of your job that you have to? No, it's like after you finish. I'm supposed to have office hours, quote unquote. But when you're dealing with like pregnant women and especially it's their first time, like they have a lot of questions. Um, and it's not. So you're like a midwife and a nurse? I'm a nurse right now. I'm not active in, uh, I won't graduate for what, next summer. Um, to become oh, a then you're going to be a midwife for real? Yeah, then I'll be a midwife. <laughs> you thought this was a okay. game? Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I knew that you were out there, you know, handling business. But I think, I don't remember you telling me that it was going to be a midwife. Yeah, because we talked about how, um, we talked about birthing centers. We talked about all of that. And we talked about having the babies in the water, didn't we? Yes, we talked about okay. water birth. So <laughs> now, the babies in the water. <laughs> so now I um, deal with first-time pregnant moms, and I go in between their doctor's visits to their house. So we take. Do their doctors know that they see you? Yeah, we try to work together. So um, a lot of times we text to set up appointments, and if they have questions, they know that you can call me. It's like your own personal nurse. But I haven't been really good about scheduling or respecting my office hours because it's so mm-hmm. easy just to send a text back and say, yeah, or no. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I need to do a better job at that. Also disconnecting, unplugging when I take these yeah. days off. And it's easy for me. I don't take my work phone home because I would literally be on the phone all day answering admissions questions that literally can wait until the next day. Mm-hmm. And ultimately if people have called me at the last minute trying to re- meet a deadline, there's still nothing I can do. Because even if I'm there to maybe take a submission, I'm not the one that, you know, pushes those submissions forward. You still gonna have to wait till tomorrow to do it. So I definitely leave my work phone at work. Unless I accidentally leave it in my bag. Well, to answer the question, I um so I think I'm different than all of y'all because I even though I get a salary, I still have to clock in. Right? And so yeah. because I have to clock in That makes no sense. You talk to the university system. FSLA. You talk yeah, you talk I almost told you my job, but you talk to the uh, the Georgia uh education folks and and <laughs> and make them reason it to you. Okay. But it all has something oh, to do shit. with Can the you fair say FSLA too? Yes, yeah, I would. It all has a lot Sorry. to do with the uh Fair Labor Standards Act. Which um, a lot of people don't know this, but FLSA is what we we've been calling it. It's actually been in effect a while. I think it actually came in effect under like Bill Clinton or before. But basically, it said that you had to make a certain amount of money, um, and if you didn't make that certain amount of money, like as a salary, then you had to be paid overtime for working more than forty hours a week, or maybe forty five hours. It's something around like forty some hours a week. Right. And so while the salary used to be, I think it actually used to be, I should have did my research on it. It used to be like $27,000. I think it's 30 something now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but recently, um, towards the end of President Obama's tenure, it moved up to $47,000 and some change. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that was going to go into effect. I think it was January 1. Well, you know that old fool got elected and all his administration. So they went back and they changed all of the um, regulations and things. So the University System of Georgia had already adopted the rules and they just kept them. So even though all those restrictions are no longer in um, in effect, the University System of Georgia still does. So And it's primarily affected people in education. Yeah, education and nonprofits and things like that. Um, okay. So... so so yeah, so what because of that, we have to clock in, right? 
and I can only get paid for 40 hours a week. But the reality is, is I work more than 40 hours a week sometimes. So in those times where I work more than 40 hours a week, I don't get overtime pay. I get comp time. So like I get time and a half. Well, I get hours that go into a bank and it, they accrue at time and a half beyond 40. Does it make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of the ways that I have been taken off and been able to um, enjoy myself. So um, I use comp, that's comp time. Then I have vacation. Then I have sick time. Then I also have, like you said, the floating holidays. Well, I just been like my, I think it was like my seventh week here somewhere, you know, like seventh week I had to work a lot of hours. And so I accrued over a hundred comp hours in the matter of three weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, like, when I went to um, watch the Razorbacks play football games, when I went um, to, uh, what else did I do? I went home for Thanksgiving, Christmas, all of that. I used come time because I didn't have to use my. Vegas. Right, so, oh, Vegas, yep. Um, So, I didn't have to use any of my uh, actual vacation or sick leave or anything like that. Now, I will say I was sick one time. Uh. I just had like a little cold or something and I mm-hmm. use like four hours of sick time, but they give me so much that I would never be able to use that up. So I, I, I legit don't know what I would do. Um, so to answer your original question, Erica, what, wait, what was the original question? Cause I didn't look at the question. No, I looked at the questions and I don't want to answer the wrong one. Do you find it hard and or difficult to call in sick or take personal time for yourself? I definitely was going to answer the wrong question. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't find it difficult at all. Like, if I'm sick or something, I just text my supervisor and be like, hey, I can't come in. That's only happened once. Um, but if I, like, one day I needed a, actually, the very first day our podcast dropped, I couldn't come in that morning because I was tired and I had been working all night before. And so I, like, text her. I was like, hey, I need a personal day. Can't come in. And she was like, okay. And so at the end of the week, if I've worked 40, if I haven't worked 40, she just fixes it and adds on the comp time or then gives me comp time, one or two. So it's real simple for me, but I also have a supervisor that's, you know, really laid back and we uh, we work on that level. So, yeah. so speaking to that, Shaq, because I was just thinking that I don't know if my supervisor, she says she supports us taking time off, but I think it is like a negative in her eye because she is very much so like work until the project's done doesn't matter you know how long it takes you don't leave the office with nothing undone it's like and sometimes she can put that pressure on her employees but we just got to the point now where it's like okay work-life balance is important and we we are not in the hospital setting anymore we're more educators so it's not life or death and we'll come back to it tomorrow I'm not taking it home and I'm not doing all this other stuff coming in when I'm real sick Um, and I had to explain it to her, like, I work around moms and babies. They don't want nobody sick around their baby, they newborn. Right. And vice versa. So I just learned not to feel bad about it. My work is going to get done regardless and it'll be fine. I had a friend who she had a, um, she had a job and I mean, she like has a degree working in her field and everything. And they were like, you can't, you can't, you don't get benefits and stuff until like, six months i think it was six months maybe even a year yeah that was and so she didn't get um she didn't get any sick days 
or any paid time off. And so literally she was telling me that like when people, uh, when people get sick, they were coming to work cause you, you gotta, you know, like they have to get their money, but then that was making everybody else sick cause you're not staying at home and things. And so I just thought that was interesting to think about like you, you sick, you got, you got to go make money. So you got to come in and get everybody else sick. And I'm like, I'm just thankful that I don't have to do that. Like, I'm going to find this video that I watched on either Facebook or Instagram. It's this guy, and he was making a joke of the matter, but he was serious. He was like, for y'all, for those of you that come to work sick, y'all need to go home. He was like, I don't know what you're trying to prove by powering through. He was like, but you're, you're doing nothing but making it worse for yourself and everybody else. Mm -hmm. Now we got to see you coughing around and snotting all day, and now you spreading your germs all around the work all in the name of, I got to get these emails done. Like, you're not even going to get it done effectively because you don't even feel well. Because I thought that was really funny. I'm going to try to tag that. Send that to everybody so we can tag it on our social media. Because I thought it was very real. And that's that's my philosophy. So, of course, this is my first time really having the luxury of sick time and paid time off. And people who know me know that I use it. Um, <laughs> listen, because I, listen, I was just going to say, Jasmine, you might not have used no sick time. I've only used four hours. And we ain't used much paid time off vacation time. But our friend... She done used up enough for all of us. Oh, I understand. Yes, she be I calling am. me up like, Eric, you not at work. Here she go talking about, <laughs> I, I, well, I took off four hours this morning. Well, damn, how much hours are they giving you in Louisiana? Not enough, okay? You don't need no more. You abusing the system. I do think you get more than me. <laughs> My friend make them, she, uh, she earned them hours. I sure did. <laughs> To answer the question, I do find it difficult. Well, I don't find it difficult to call in. I definitely always feel uneasy when I'm when I have to do it. Um, but I don't. I think legally, can't nobody tell you you can't. Like, it's my time. It's my time, and I want to use it now. Reclaiming um, my time. <laughs> right, and so it's just still uneasy to have to do. But I don't find it difficult because I don't believe in going to work when I'm sick. Like, sometimes I can barely be motivated enough to get stuff done when I'm well. I show ain't about to do nothing serious when I'm there having to blow my nose and stuff, which is probably going to happen to me over the next few days when I have to work. But I'm trying to push through, which we'll talk about in the next question. Um, and then, yeah, just taking personal time for yourself. That If I'm not sick, it's a little bit more difficult for me just to take personal time. But I like to travel, and so, like, I do what I have to do. But I do think I'm on the end where I need to do a little bit better about managing my time. Excuse me, managing my time a little better. But I'm all for it, and I don't find it to be that difficult. But on the back end, <clears throat> and this is where I'll insert my excerpt from, I went to the African American Women's Summit at NASPA 2018 this year. And it was really good because, like, the I thought we said we were going to say work conference. Um, well, I'm gonna say that statement over, so just erase it. It's oh, too late. It's already on Instagram. I'm putting it. It's on Instagram. Yeah. What you mean? <laughs> she put it on that picture. She posted. Anyway, y'all need to tell rules it. and parameters before. Don't tell. No. Why you put it up? You on Instagram live? No, I no. She put it. it on the other post. <laughs> oh, I don't care personally. <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on. <laughs> um, when I was at the summit, the underlying theme was like taking care of yourself. Now, granted, this is, this is for black women, but it can easily be applied to anybody else. 
it just talked about like not feeling guilty for taking time for yourself and you know not having this superhero superwoman i guess you can call it complex where you feel like you have to take care of everybody else and you just continue to neglect yourself but one thing i feel like they didn't address is like the guilt on the back end which is what I feel like I often suffer from. I don't really have a problem going into work day and asking for these time work asking for my time off or of calling in sick, but I do tend to feel guilty after I've done it and taking after I've done it and taking the time for myself because I'm then worrying and stressing about what I miss or what have people had to cover because I wasn't there. And so that's something I was actually dealing with today because we have a big event going on and I'm like, I'm not there. I was already scheduled for stuff, but like I literally just did not need to be there. But nevertheless, the question is, do you ever feel guilty when you miss work? Or do, I'll do a double. Do you ever feel guilty when you miss work or do other people try to make you feel guilty when you miss work? Okay, so I actually struggled with whether or not I wanted to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it. Talk about it for And ain't nobody going to check out. me. Uh, well, who going to check you? Nobody. So I, I love my job and I do quite a few things or whatever. And I took some time over the Thanksgiving holiday and Christmas more than, you know, what because you think, I mean, you know, I work for a university, but you would think that like we'll get a lot of time off, but that's not the reality. First of all, the students don't even get that much time off like I've gotten at other places. And then professionals have to work even when the students don't. And so I wanted me a long break. I'm, too, I'm far from home, so I wanted to go home for a little while, you know. I really wanted to go home. It's cold. Drink a little coffee with my granny and papa. Watch Wheel of Fortune all the sort. And I needed extra time to do that. What? Oh, that's my show. He's so old. And then, oh, let me tell you. We also watch the judge shows. And my granny and papa are two honorary uh, attorneys. Because they know all, they know how to handle all cases. (laughs) Matter of fact, they judges. My daddy too. But anyway, so that's the stuff that I like to do. Like, um, I wanted to spend a lot of time at home. So I go, you know, put off all my time. And I'm I'm like heralded at first. Oh, good. Take off all this time. Well, y'all, as soon as I got, literally soon as I made it home, I'm getting emails about work. Like, but you know, I'm, you know, I'm on vacation. And so then when I got back, I was like having a conversation and I was like, yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on. I'm kind of busy at the moment, almost too busy. And then I was hit with the, well, um, you took a lot of time off. And I was like, what? What? (laughs) And your point. Right. Like. And what and like my daddy would say, what they got to do with the price of butter? <laughs> right. And so that's when I was just like, you know, I like <laughs> at the end of the day, the work got done because I'm a I'm gonna do my job, you know. But um, I was still like, dang, I felt like there was a a little shot at trying to make me feel guilty for going home and enjoying the things that I like to do. Yeah. So. And I like I I def- in this job I definitely have recognized that I have different. Um, philosophies as it pertains to using sick time and some people because I have people like oh I don't feel good and I'm just like well I want you to go home that's the first thing I think in my head like why won't you go home and it's like oh I just don't want to take the time and I'm just like in my head I get it like we all have been in situations where it's like sometimes you gotta power through but then I'm just like I'm trying to figure out how to say this nicely because I don't want to be insensitive but like just I don't understand. Like I just I guess I just struggle with people sometimes when you can tell that they are I've seen people physically unable to really Oh, then they complain all day. 
Yeah, and then you complain, and I'm like, you have a you have a method by which you can use to get out of this situation, but you want to power through. And I think that going back to that Facebook video, I think there are people who really struggle with that. Like, I don't want anybody to think that I'm weak, and I get that. I don't want anybody thinking I'm weak too. I definitely like if I've done it. I mean, if you if you know me. And I was talking to my friend today, like, when I'm sick and I can't report to somewhere that I was already supposed to be, like, I have this overwhelming need to make sure people understand that I really don't feel good. Like, I don't want anybody to think I'm lying or trying to get out of a responsibility. Like, I just really want people to see, like, oh, you really don't feel good. And I'm just like, because I, I, I feel like people think I'm lying. Yeah. Even though I'm not. Like, I'm not. <clears throat> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie and say I'm sick to get out of work. Um, or anything I'm supposed to be doing. And so I definitely can feel where it's coming from, but I'm also just, the reality of it is, don't nobody care about you more than you care about yourself. And my job, they got work to get doing. They got to meet quotas. And so they don't care if I'm doing it while I'm blowing my nose. So it's just like, if I have to step in and advocate for myself and be like, I can't do it. And so- It also goes back to, that. I saw like somebody was posting today with somebody like, I'm not going to sacrifice my mental health for this job because- um, if I, uh, they're like, if I, if something happens to me, um, my job going to be posted within two weeks, it's going to be filled within a month. Right. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you gotta, you gotta remind yourself about this sometime. Like you are easily replaceable. You know, do, in my office, it's myself and another, um, African-American woman. And so sometimes we tend to like go above and beyond just because I know that they're like determining how our worth ethic based on their expectations, you know, from race. And so uh -huh. she won't call, like, call in sick. She won't do any of that. She's like, no, girl, you know, they just waiting for an excuse to kick us out or they wait, they just waiting, you know, for something to talk to us about, blah, blah, blah. That's stressful in itself. Yeah. Like you feeling like you always that have is. to overperform because you're black in this white environment so that they can't use anything against you. And that's how I feel too. Like I'm always like, I don't want to do this cause I don't want it to reflect poorly on me and any other characteristics somebody would want to bring into that. But once again, I just kind of always remember like, if ain't nobody else gonna worry about me, I gotta worry about myself. Because some people, and I think I'm also finding that some people just ain't really that concerned either. Like, you know how you look up to your supervisor and you think they're going to look down on you because you called in sick today or because you did this or because you did that. But then when you look around the office and you realize people who supervise you, they go home. That's true. Then sometimes they late too. But they go home. When they sniffling and coughing or when they baby sick, they go home. They stay at lunch 15 minutes extra. They get up and they go walk and get coffee. Like, they take care of themselves. And not always. And that's just, those are just things that I'm observing. But I have plenty of supervisors. They will leave before... The bell rang, so to speak. That bell time don't toll until 4.30 for us to leave. And people be out of there. And it's like, I'm not saying that I have the same level of authority that they have. But I find that you have to be in a place where you can't worry about what other people are going to say about you. People on your level. And if you feel like you have a relationship with your supervisor, that you need to alert them. That I need to leave early, whatever. You have to do that. But do what you need to do. And I'm in a place where I'm, not, I'm having not to worry about what my coworkers say about that. I'm going to advocate for Erica. Because y'all not going to advocate for me. And the people who supervise me are always going to advocate for me. And to, to date, no one has had anything to say about me advocating for myself in numerous situations. You know, whether it, me be, whether it be me needing to go home or whatever. 
And so I definitely feel that like but that's I, always kind of looming over us. So I think that there also takes some self-discipline and motivation because I've been in jobs where people just be like, uh, ah, the sun ain't out today. I ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So yes, yeah. take care of yourself, but also know like you got a job to do and do it and yeah. do it well. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a balance. It's a balance to it. Certainly. Uh, Shaq, do you have any more comments you want to make? No, um, I kind of see it mine and, I mean, you know, you you know how you definitely have a lot of frustrations and things, and because like one of y'all said, like, well, here you just said, I, did I have anything? Then I said no. Then I'm gonna go ahead and insert what I had to say. But so like inserts. I don't have anything to say. Inserts thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you where um, you said something, and that thing just sat down in my spirit. <laughs> you said, um, "What? Well, they take their coffee breaks too. They leave early too." Well. I was damn near chastised one time for taking my little talking breaks. And so it was just talking like, breaks. yeah, cause I don't <laughs> drink coffee. I may get some water every now and then, but I like my talking breaks. You can't sit up in no office. Like I have an office to myself. So like you can't sit in that office and just labor and labor and labor. And you, I don't even count the talking with my students as the, my talking time because I'm supposed to talk to students. You know what I'm saying? So every now and then I had to go out and talk to the lady at the front desk. And then I had to talk to, you know, I had to call folks sometimes, make a little Snapchat break. And yeah, so one time I just kind of got in trouble for it and I was just kind of puzzled by it. But anyway, that was my experience and that's all I want to share about that one, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> hmm. Well, those are the questions I have um, about, I feel like we could talk about this all day and we would definitely take some time to dig a little bit deeper into taking care of yourself and like work-life balance um, and probably share some of the ways that we do that at a later episode. But pay time off and sick leave just really hit home for me today because um, like I said, I didn't go to work today, but um, I, you know, I just had to get over it. I was like, you know what? I texted my coworkers and was like, I'm sorry for any inconvenience that it's caused you that I'm not there today because we had a special event going on today. And they were like, no problem, get better. Um, and that definitely gave me a lot of peace. But then I had to also just talk to myself and be like, Erica, you got to take care of yourself. So right. take care of yourself, peeps. Take care of yourselves, peeps. Um, and so, yeah, that's all for the staff meeting today. We're going to um, brush into Shaq's departmental updates. Now, you you had us ready. Like, we was about to hear some good stuff today. And we didn't end at the staff meeting. We got a quick staff meeting today. Wait a minute. What I promised that... Okay, did I even give you a little snippet about oh, what I was going to promise? Mm-mm. Don't promise and don't yes, deliver. Okay, I think... I see, rem- you that person at the staff meeting, we gave you everything you need, and then staff meeting come around, I don't have any updates. But what about the <laughs> And then right after the meeting, you start emailing everybody, oh, I forgot to say this, or... Uh, right. Forgot to mention, no, what I was going to talk about last week in my base search, so... Um, and my base search is, is being brought to you by um, Tinder. <laughs> they were my, uh, <laughs> they are a uh, platinum sponsor for my base search the last two uh, weeks, I will share. Um, and so, platinum sponsor. I, I forgot, well, I, I know what I said I was going to say, but then after I thought about it, I was trying, I was struggling with how much I was going to share. Because for lots of reasons, you know, you get a lot of judgment. And I don't, one, yeah. I just don't want to seem like I'm some hoe out here because I'm not a hoe. I swear I'm not. Um, but we know. I, 
I would hope that maybe one of our listeners, I could have a future with one of our listeners. And so, you know, you got to be cautious about that, too, you know. But anyway, what I was going to say last week was, so, you know, I told y'all, I don't know if it was the first episode or if it was our practice episode that only a few select ears got to hear. But I had mentioned to y'all that I was going to recreate my Tinder profile, right? Right. Reinvent yourself. So let me tell y'all how one I fell in love with portrait mode on the iPhone. So it's already You've time. Been practicing. To, it's already time to re-update it. So I updated my Tinder profile about four, five weeks ago, and then I just decided. And this is also weird because somebody on Tinder listens. But anyway, well, you got to hear the whole story anyway. So I just was like, I'm finna find me somebody to Come talk on, to. Come on, base supporting. Right. <laughs> Hashtag keeper. Keeper. Okay. Uh, um, well, I was like, I need to find, um, I need to find a way like to talk to people because my options are limited here. So I'm like, I need to talk to a lot of folks and then I can see how it goes. Well, changed my profile, deleted it. Well, you know, I deleted everything. Then I updated it. And so therefore I had to go back and I had the opportunity to match with people who I had either one, I had swiped left before, or either they had swiped me left. So, you know, when you delete your profile, second chance, second look. Second, Second chance. Right. So I did that. I caught myself putting some fresh little pictures up, okay. put me a little nice little liberal uh, bio in, mm. and boom, yep. the likes just started going up. Just start. I mean, the, the rights, I guess I should say, the swipe rights. You went on there to choosable, yes. Mm-hmm. We did not come <laughs> to play with you all. Listen, <laughs> I became choosable. All, all the phrases here, I became choosable. And so... That's exactly what happened. So I started talking to like y'all don't talk about me, but I talk, I started talking to eight people. How you got time well, to talk to eight people? Well, you, okay, let me get to it. So I started talking to eight people. And That's like, all them talk breaks he be taking at work. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So I started talking to eight people, but then you know, like you kind of forgetting folks' names, and even if you, it you just not depends built for on, this. And but listen, it, I told y'all I'm bad at responding to people, and so. You start forgetting people's name and stuff. So what I had to do was I um, had to screenshot their pictures and put add the pictures in my phone. Well, if you know me, I really don't have many pictures. Only my close friend have pictures assigned, unless it was some folks who got it randomly assigned when Facebook was assigning the Facebook pictures to the. Um, I remember that, yeah. Yes, Lord. But beyond that, I don't really have it. <laughs> so, but I had to do that because I needed to <laughs> be know who I was talking to, and so. Yeah, so anyway, I was doing that or whatever, and I'm a bad texter. So people start thinking I wasn't, like, I was a horrible person. Or I guess I was so actually trying exhibiting to behavior chose, that was befitting of somebody that was talking to eight people. Because it was just hard to respond and text back to people. So anyway. That's why, that's why you've been texting me back so late. I noticed at the time. I was like, my friend just texted me back quick. I mean... Blue message goes up, bubbles pop up immediately. <laughs> it's taking him five and ten minutes to get back to me, and I don't appreciate this. It's a workflow to this. <laughs> right. Well, so that's, that's anyway, that's how they all happened. Well, anyway, I failed it. I failed, and then I stopped talking to everybody. Like, because I was like, I don't like to talk to people when I'm at work. Everybody knows, knows that I have, like, quote unquote, corporate American job where I work nine to five, generally speaking. Um, and if they don't know, it's, they should think so. Cause I ain't told nobody exactly what it is that I do. So don't be texting me. This is my pet peeve. And so 
My AT told me that I'm never going to be in a relationship because I got too many hangups. Because I got too many problems with things that folks do. And like, I feel like, don't be texting me back to back between the hours of nine to four. Because you know that I'm at work. You know that I'm busy. Now, I let I allow my friends to do it every now and then. But I don't want nobody texting me between nine to four. It really pisses me off. Do you let and them so, know? Well, how do you tell somebody that you only been talking to them for two days that, well, okay, and I don't so like how you Okay, them. well, wait, just like you say, how you supposed to tell somebody, how you supposed to be upset with them and they don't know? You can't be upset with people for stuff they don't know about you. I, I, I didn't really take use it against them. Like, I was upset with them, per se. It was just annoying me, so I stopped talking to them. You're not ready for the base search. Because you're doing oh, no. too much already. You went from eight Friend, to zero you know real you, quick. Friend, you know how you, uh, when, when you don't like something I do, you reach out? Yeah. I need you to employ those same methods. Now, you don't have to be as rude to them as you are to me. Um... <laughs> but first of all, I that's when rude. you like, hey, when you get back to somebody after it being a few hours, you can be like, hey, sorry, I didn't get back to you. It's really difficult for me to text while I'm at work, so I'll just typically if you text me during these times, I'll just get back to you when I get off. I have said so they that. No. Well, okay, so that actually that's always my go-to when I'm tired of talking on Tinder and I want to just get the number. I always say that like, I'm bad at this. I don't even got notifications on this app. I'm better at texting, but I'm not the best. And then we go from there. That's my little go-to. It works. It works. I actually do that too. <laughs> I know everybody, you know, everybody do it. So anyway, so I failed at it. And, um, Oh, let me tell y'all one time. I get a face a FaceTime call at about 11 o'clock a.m. Mind you, we all in the same time zone. 11 o'clock a.m., a FaceTime, that really pissed mm -hmm. me off. That That's was blocking. And you know what that was? Blocking behavior. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What if you so, wanted anyway. a little, like a little, I don't know. Like if somebody FaceTime me, I'm like, okay, he wants just to see what I'm doing at lunchtime. No, don't. No, 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 no. Well, don't be worried about what I'm doing at lunch. I ain't, I ain't, mm -mm. So, and that's why I'm single, okay? So, that was what my base search looked like about two weeks ago. But then, I was like, I'm going to this new city. Let me, you know, I, well, I was like, I'm, hopefully, if I was choosable in Augusta, I can be choosable in Philly. So, I get to Philly, and, oh, this just does nothing before the fact that you said we ain't did nothing at the conference Y'all ain't do nothing at this conference. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I did something at the conference, but it oh. might not have been. <laughs> That's why you hydrate? <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. You're trying to but refuel anyway. your body? What's going on? So, anyway, so at the conference, I um I noticed that I was still choosable. I'll say that um, based on my Tinder Y'all, my friend looks so good. Hey, thank you, friend. My friend, my friend look just like his emoji. As I, <laughs> so as I journey from books to bills, I'm also journeying from 280 pounds to 180 Ooh. pounds. Okay, and yes. so I'm doing pretty good. I'm at like a, a standstill with weight now because I noticed that my body is changing. Like I'm getting more muscular and obviously muscle weighs more than fat. So going through some um, some changes there, but uh, but yeah. So anyway. I got there and I um, hope, I would just say that um, hope was restored in the fact that I feel like there is somebody out there for me 
which we're going to continue to talk about, but maybe not in Augusta. So, mm, okay. maybe I have a, a, a national bay. Maybe this needs to be a national bay search instead of, okay. you know, I ain't got no passport, so it can't be no uh Shaq, blasphemy. You don't have no passport? Well, we, we done talked about Fred, this. He said he wants to travel internationally with us. Yeah. You ain't ready. I said, what? Well, that's actually, it's funny. Yeah, my folks don't go flying nowhere. So, Huh? My folks don't fly, and so I ain't had the experience. Like, growing up, I ain't had a reason. I didn't study abroad in undergrad. I was broke. I couldn't go abroad. And since it's been a thing, I just haven't really, you know, I just haven't, you know, explored it, so. Okay, so get your passport. Well, Jasmine, I told him. Yes. <clears throat> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut y'all. No, it's fine. I was just saying, get your passport ready. I concur, because that's a six to eight week type thing, and with this person in office, you never know um, how long it take you to get your passport. But I told him, I was like, where you want to go? He was like, oh, it don't matter. I said, nah, you're going to have to come with something because I've been out of I've been out of the country once. Jasmine have been all around the world and I, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I still <laughs> have to have a place. <laughs> I said, you're going to have to have a place we can go. Look, I got a, I I got a list. Because, so if well, you don't care, Shaq, I'm going to pick that list and we're going to ride. Let's go. You hear What's me? I want to go to Abuja, Nigeria, because it's Africa and it's a developed. Um, you know, I know that it's developed. So, okay, you've been to Nigeria twice, right? I've been there once. I thought you went to Africa twice. Well, Nigeria, But actually, I would like to go. Like, give me a little point trip where we go quite a few places, get a little history in. I you might say as well, because we by the time you spend 15 hours on an airplane, you might as well see all that's over there. All the Everything places. you can. Yes. But those, these continents, they are so huge. Like, I never, of course, we live on a continent, too, but I never even think of it like that. But, like, they're huge. <laughs> like, I mean, so big and so much to see. And you really, when I initially went to, I went to Italy, and um, I think we went to, like, six or seven different places. In two weeks, and easily could have stayed another two weeks and visited double or even triple the amount. Yes. So it's just it's a lot, but I'm down for it. I'm ready to go on another international trip. Listen, He's y'all trying to add America. Y'all trying to and I, huh? I this gonna sound like I don't want to do this because I do, but y'all trying to add another bill. Yeah, but some bills are worth it. You're right, and I don't mind spending bills on experiences. Amen. Um. So, were you done with your with your base search update? That's the ba- that's the base search update for now, and we gonna um we gonna move it on, and we gonna um we gonna dig a little deeper. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, okay. we we are. Y'all think I'm playing? We're gonna dig deep in this mug. By the time um by the before we even get um to be millionaires through this, I'm gonna be married. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then, what's your segment gonna be? You ain't searching for bay no more. Navigating with Bay or something. <laughs> the Bay lifestyle. The Bay style. I don't know. We're going to come up with it. Okay. Okay. I'm looking forward look. to this. Like- we got a little while to go. We ain't going like yeah, this- uh, to be like this girl I read about on Twitter today where she done uh, fell in love with this boy. She she met this guy. He told her he was an attorney. He had real estate and that he uh, was something else and he was a Q. 
Turns out he was a Q, and the only thing he had of that was that he was a Q and he liked to step. This they didn't got married, and after they got married, she found out he ain't had no degrees, never even graduated undergrad, and all of this. So my base search gonna take a little while because you got folks out there like that. You need receipts, right? But everybody right. on Twitter, I don't even know. It was some. I just saw some people talking about it today, but everybody was like downing her, like you dumb. How could you get married to somebody that you didn't know that they didn't have a degree? You just take and then people somebody for their advanced word. degree to be somebody he had a JD. Oh gosh! Okay. Why are you lying though? Like this, that's a this somebody you marrying. You need to see. You need to have been to their office to see the degree on the wall. You need to see that they in an office or in a job that makes sense for they agree. Like or the degree need to be at yeah. home or something. Like I couldn't imagine lying to people telling them I have a master's degree and I don't. Like you have to show that. And I just don't understand why people got a lot of kicky like. Yeah. It's not. It's not worth it. But it yeah. really isn't. Well, yeah, that was okay. all I had for the base search. Um, okay. I did want to um uh, ask about <laughs> something else. Well, not ask about it, but I wanted to tell everybody that as I journey from books to bills, you know, I am eliminating bills as we go. Okay. And I had six credit cards. Okay. Let's talk about it. Because, <laughs> yo, you have a look of judgment. I'm not judging. Um, I'm just waiting for the rest. Yeah, and I paid off one of my credit cards today. Hey. I had dwindled it down and dwindled it down. Then when I moved, I started spinning back up on that one. But then I was like, no, let me be aggressive. And so um, um, one of the things I did when I was at this conference, I was like, I ain't going to go spending too much money and, you know, getting all willy-nilly with my wallet like I have been before. So I, um, you know, I've just been slowly being a little bit more frugal here and there and I um, paid off one of my credit cards. And so I debated whether or not I was going to cancel it or not. And we could talk about that one day, but I was doing my research and I'm afraid to cancel it right now uh, because it does have an annual fee, but it's a cheap annual fee. And so I think the benefit of me having an established credit line and just that buffer of saying I've had X amount of credit and didn't use it all will look a whole lot better than me to just pay it off and cancel the card. So what I'm going to do is I already cut it, so I ain't going to use it no more. I actually put it in my shredder, so I know I can't use it. I don't remember the numbers. I ain't got them wrote nowhere, um, but it's just going to be some credit that I have, you know, to my name. And so I think that that'll, that'll be beneficial for me. That's good. We can talk about that one show, Erica. We should. Yeah. And can I make one comment? Because I actually just did some research on that the other day. Um, it's actually good. I forgot the, the name of it, but it's basically your um, borrowed credit to... Your debt to income ratio. ratio. Yes. And so, like, for you to have all of this credit to you, but you only using a very small amount of it, it looks good. Um, and so, from what I read, the... You only should cancel credit cards if you literally have a problem and you cannot keep up with them and you lack self-control. At that point, you should cancel them because you know you can't handle it. But if you're okay, you just kind of get into a run every little moon, but you're able to pay them down and keep them. Just if you need to cut it up and just keep the account active, it's good. For you to have $80,000 worth of credit and only using $100, like, it looks good to them. Yeah. But yeah, we can definitely talk about credit because I love credit. <clears throat> Okay. Jazz, are you ready for your departmental updates? Um, yeah. So first, I'm going to share that I am reading A Wrinkle in Time. And I'm actually reading it with my niece. That's kind of to get her to read more often. 
Um, and how then we're going to go. She? How old is she? Mm-hmm. She's in eighth grade. So we are reading the book together, and then we're going to go see the movie this weekend. And shout out to Mariah because she got a <coughs> she got an A in math, which is one of her hardest subjects. Oh. So she's very proud of that. Um, Let me just, find out you a whole role model. Me? <laughs> just for the masses. Y'all better start asking Nurse J. Thank you, right. I'm just not used to you saying I'm, nice things to me. I'm in, uh, uh, hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sincere. My friend is a role model. Thank you. So yeah, that's what I'm reading this week. And we're going to be watching the movie. Um... So I had a question for Ask Nurse Jane. The question. Okay, our first one. The question says, "This our first time." I am getting ready to enter college, and I would like to be a nurse. What advice do you give me as far as programs? Should I become an LVN, go for my RN, and get an associate's degree? Or get a back. Go ahead and just get my bachelor's degree. Y'all should see Shaq's no. face. Like I just spoke another language. At this point, you're speaking Mandarin to me. Like, oh my gosh. Okay, so once you say you're you want to be a nurse, there's a couple couple different routes. And so an LVN is a licensed vocational nurse, um, which is like a it takes less time, it, but you have less responsibilities. Okay. And probably or, less money. Yes, less money. That's key. Okay. I see where your head is at. Um, and then we have an RN, and your two choices there are if you get an associate's degree or a bachelor's degree. So to answer this question, I would first ask, like, what is your end goal? What's your situation? Because if you need money, you need to be making money right away, I would say go for the LVN. It's less schooling, and you'll be able to get a job quicker. And then you can work your way up, you know, go back for your RN with associates or a bachelor's. But if you can spare the time, I would recommend that you go straight for RN with a bachelor's degree because most hospitals, if they're up to magnet status, which means like they're a whole nother tier um, of quality, they only hire bachelor degree nurses. And so you might as well just go ahead and get your bachelor's degree. Um, don't waste your time getting an associate's because most people don't hire them. Unless you're in like a, a clinic setting or doing home health, something like that. But if you want to work in the hospital system, you definitely want to go get your bachelor's. Can I make a comment on that too, Jasmine? Yeah, go ahead. Is the person who wrote this question, I guess she ju- you said she's just started or they are just starting school? Yes. I will also say, um, when I speak to students a lot, they are so concerned that they're going to be in school for four long years. And all of us have been in school, what, at this point, at least seven years or something in our lives, or is currently in school, going back to school. It really, in the grand scheme of things, four years is not a lot of time in school. And I know it seems like it because you haven't really embarked on your college journey yet but it's so much different than high school in good ways and great ways and so for any of our listeners that um are getting going into college for the first time or listeners who have people going into school for the first time like 
it's really not that long and you really learn a lot while you're in school and so try not to get so hung up on how much time is going to take you if you want to be a nurse go to school to be a nurse like follow your dreams i agree jasmine how long have you uh how long have you been in school tell the folks forever (laughs) forever Forever. no um i was just thinking that i graduated with my bachelor's degree in four years and and First of all, people need to tell you, take your time. Like, do I feel like that was worth it? No, not necessarily. I feel like I could have lessened my load a little bit and enjoyed myself a little bit more. Because there is never another time where you are around these people learning these life lessons. That's so true. And so that don't mean like draw it out like six, seven years in undergrad. But I mean, jam packing your schedule is not... Yeah, it's it's not worth it. Um, so yeah, that was number one. And then, Shaq, you were asking how long I've been in school. Like four years for undergrad. I went straight into my master's program, which was three years. And now I'm going back to get another master's. And then y'all as friends, don't let me go back to school. <laughs> this is you it. Be done. Say, Jasmine, this is it. So you have been in there seven, you completed seven years worth of degrees and you working on another one now. So you're going to have 10 to your name, 10 higher education years, 10 years of higher education. Yeah. The goal is to be done with school, done with everything I want to do academically before 30. Okay. That's my plan. Well, that's no longer, that used to be my goal, um, that was also one of those times where you ask a question because you want to answer it too. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get to it then. Well, um, I've been in school for not as long as you, but to raise it back off of what you said, I was, um, I did. Oh my God. I'm so done. Well, yeah, I'm me too. Like, I mean, I was in undergrad for five years and I went to the University Same. of Arkansas where we are proud to be Razorbacks. But anyway, I went to school for five years and I will say my last year in school is where I learned the most. Like, and it was not, mm-hmm. I, I think my last year in school, my, the fall semester, I only took one core class. That was actually the only reason why I needed to stay for five years. And then when I took that, my, my last semester, um, I was just there. Like I was a professional RA. I just took hours because <laughs> I just could. I took walking, jogging, racquetball. I took a graduate course. I took something else. Anyway, but it allowed me to turn up at my own free will. And let me tell y'all, I learned so much about myself, about other people. And it really prepared me for being in graduate school. So I had enough time like to take off from like being a full-time student like and actually having to study and do all of that. But anyway, I did two years in grad school after that. And so I did seven years. And so... But I want to go back to school, and so I'll be going back within the next two years um, to start my PhD program. So I used to want to be done by 30, but it's just not going to work right now because that would mean I have to start now. And the school that I'm at now, they don't offer a PhD in what I'm interested in, and I'm not interested in driving somewhere all the time to go to school. That makes sense. I mean, I might as well share. I've been in school seven years as well. Well, I was did seven years of school for my for both my degrees, and if all goes well, <clears throat> my strategic plan, <coughs> excuse me, for myself is that I should start a PhD. I should start a PhD program in fall of 2019. Um, and that is the plan. And I I think I'll be, how old will I be in 2019? 
How old am I now? 24. I'll be about 31. If I finish in five years, I'll be 31 when I'm finished. 30 or 31. Friend, Definitely I don't mean no harm. I don't mean no harm, but you are not 24. I mean, I'm 26. <laughs> I was Ooh. like, um. And you took time to think about it. It was I'm still the, wrong. You said 24. I'm the, I'm the youngest one on here, and I'm 26 also. And so I was like, yeah, no. I'm 26, so if I start fall 2019, I'll already be 27. And so about four to five years to finish the PhD, I'll be 31, 32. Okay, there we go. Excuse my math. I was say, clearly you don't have a math a master's in math. I do not. Okay. That one room. Most certainly I do not. It was. But thank you so much for that question, uh, future college student, future college graduate. Good one. We're gonna call her Shonda. Shonda. <laughs> Shonda. No, uh-uh, because Shonda is a mess. Hands. Shonda is a mess. So this person. She don't wash her hands. Yeah, this person <laughs> needs to be. Uh, she need a better name. Well, be next time I'll, I'll name them. But um, yeah. So good luck on your endeavors, Jane Doe. <laughs> Thank you, Shaq. Did you have anything else, Jace? No, that was it for today. Okay. So, Wrinkle in Time, which I'm trifling. I'm supposed to be, I've been struggling to read, y'all. <laughs> I want to read. all of this time you take off work, you think you'd have been and went through two or three books. I know you had all a right. sick day today. You should have picked up a book. I was resting. All right. I was asleep. I can't, can't sleep and read. Continue. Now, th- thank you. Anyways, I've been struggling. I always want to read at the most inopportune times. Like when I'm at work, I just got the strongest urge to read. And sometimes I will go to my lunch break and sit outside and read. But I don't know. I just be struggling. Um, And I actually did want to read today, but I was just so tired. So I did it. I did pick up a new mystery book that I was supposed to read on the plane. On my way to Philadelphia, I read two words and still can't even tell you what they are. Uh, I've just been struggling, but I'm going to try to get on back in it because I really, really want to start reading more. You just got to do it one chapter a day. At least. One chapter a day. All right, y'all. So our, um, our last couple of segments are action. I'm sorry, all play and action items. So for all play, um, do y'all have any questions from our listeners? I have one coming from IG. It says, hey, Books to Build, smiley face. Question for the podcast. How do you gain professional confidence? Ooh. I will say, I um I did have the time to uh, to look at that. I saw when uh, that person wrote that. Um, what was her name again? Her name is Cheryl. I saw when Cheryl posted that. And first of all, Cheryl, thank you for connecting with us through social media. We really appreciate it. Um, and I was going to comment, but I was like, mm, no, I'll just wait. Um, so I like to think that I am a very confident person, um, professionally and um, unprofessionally at the word, I guess, socially. But I think, <laughs> um, in ter- I think in terms of professional confidence, it boils down to a couple of things. And it's um, one is whether or not you know your worth. Um, like whether mm-hmm. if you, I think being confident in something just kind of depends on you and yourself knowing that you are meant to be there. You can do this job. You have been training for this. Like you are, um, 
you can you can <laughs> Erica laughing because that's one of our uh inside jokes. But yeah, you've been training for the job. You've been there. Even if you haven't been there, you've done something. You sounded good enough in your interview to where you beat out other folks for the position. So there is a reason you're there. So it just kind of starts with that. Um, but the other one is to um, is to just know your shit and do the right thing. And I think if as long as you do the right thing and know your shit, you'll be good because like. Yes, even if you're new to something, you may not know all the things that you need to know, but the stuff that you're, you are comfortable with, do it right so that you can establish credibility. And once you've established your credibility amongst your peers, the confidence will continue to grow. Um, and if people are complimenting you, um, take some time, reflect on it and believe it. A lot of times folks don't compliment you. So if you are getting compliments, like, I mean, take it. Don't take, take it lightly. Yeah, don't take advantage of it, but take, you know, understand that you're getting these compliments for a reason. Um, and yeah, and just, um, continue to do your job and recognize that, um, Cheryl's a, Cheryl's a black woman, right? Yes. Um, and recognize if we look at it, um, uh, from like, um, critical race is not the right word to use right here, but if we look at it, um, you know, with thinking about the fact that, you know, you are a woman and maybe the question wasn't for you, but you know, if you are a woman and you're black, just recognize that you're already going to like people are, aren't you're going to come with strikes against you. They're going to believe that, you know, just by nature and just by what um, the man has always done. They're going to think that you're not qualified for your position and things like that. But once you realize that you um, that you're there for a reason and you know you're doing your job right, understand that the haters going to hate. So you got to give them something to hate about. So, you know, go in, <laughs> do your job and you'll be good. And that's for anybody. Like, if you know, uh, and it, well, and if you don't think you're doing your job right, don't be afraid to ask questions. Like, ask questions yeah. to the right people. And sometimes your supervisor may not be the right person to ask about your job, as crazy as that may yeah. sound. So know who your gatekeepers are. <laughs> know the folks who, um, you know, know know the folks who know what's supposed to be happening, how the company, how the job, whatever it is, goes. Ask those questions and listen to what they say. Seek provide seek um seek advice. And goes back to what I'm saying. Know your worth and do the right thing. So, No, I think that was really good, Shaq. I'm thinking as a nurse, like, how do I gain confidence in, like, certain skills or, um, like, public speaking? And it's really ask the experts. You know what I'm saying? Like, acknowledge your um, area of growth and then seek help. So whether that be, like, you know, you know, you got this good presentation coming up before the board and you need some advice on how to keep on task and um, do a well, do a good job, like seek out those resources so that you can improve and then shine. And it just takes practice. Like you're not going to always do it well the first time, but learn from your mistakes and always improve and just be bold. Yeah. I don't think something like, <clears throat> I think for me, something that always kind of helps me recognize and be more confident in my work is looking at my resume um, and just reminding myself of all the things that I've done, how I've grown, the opportunities that I've been afforded, and how I have um, just managed to continue to get opportunities. Um, I actually got an opportunity to work this past week for an event that I never got to experience, that I've never gotten the chance to experience because I didn't go to my school for undergrad. Um, and I'm really like looking at it at a as a huge honor. Um, and I'm super excited, but I'm also super nervous. But I keep reminding myself, like, Erica, you've given 
hundreds of presentations before in front of numerous crowds. You have spoken about spoken about college access. You've spoken about admissions. Like, don't be afraid of this. Um, look at this as something else that you get to add to your resume. Look at this as another um, set of people you get to meet and who get to experience you talk about something that you actually love. And so just to completely um, agree with everything that Shaq and Jasmine have said, but to also just remember, like, once again, I think Shaq said it well. Like, you got the job. Like, don't don't let a lack of confidence or a lack of self-esteem make you feel like you're not supposed to be there. Um, and so just own that. And then also just recognize it takes time. Like, you're not going to be perfect at everything. But whatever product that you produce, be confident in it and present it like it's your best and always give it your best. And for the third time today, as my dad always says, good, better, best. Never let it rest until the good becomes the better and the better becomes the best. Come on, daddy. Come on, daddy, Seuss. Good stuff. But um, I, can, I answer, can, I add a couple, <laughs> can I add a couple more things? I'm going to yeah. add them anyway, so y'all ain't even got to give me permission. Oh, why you ask? <laughs> well, I just want to be respectful. Y'all say I'm rude. Wait, you, no, you ask permission even though you're going to do it anyway. You ask questions that you really want to answer. <laughs> I just, I'm just through with you today, friend. Okay. So the other thing is don't, I think y'all kind of hit, almost hit it there, but don't be afraid to fail. Like, yeah, we, we all going to fail at some point, you know, we all going to like make a mistake. And so don't be afraid. Um, and if you do, um, bounce back from it. You got to explore how it, how did I mess up? Why did I mess up? And let's go back, take it, you know, go back to the basics and then let's improve on it. And then the last thing is prepare and then stay prepared. Like a lot of times people aren't confident at work. I found, and I find this with my students that I supervise, a lot of them are not confident because they know for like, they know that they haven't really prepared for something. And then I ask them questions mm -hmm. like, why are you like, what are your reservations about this? And they can't answer certain <laughs> questions and things. I'm like, how much time did you spend on it? And they're like, well, I only thought about it for so much, so and so amount of time versus when they come in there with an idea that they've thought about for a long time, they've solicited everybody else's opinions. They come in with this grand plan. They also come confident about it and so i think it also just you got to stay prepared and so thank you so much again for that question i really appreciated the opportunity to respond yes. thank you cheryl hey well, cheryl we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna say some other questions Kristen. i did not forget about your question i will be um featuring that next week on the show we'll we'll get to you about your question but we're gonna push along um, because we don't, we only have a few more minutes before we need to end the show this evening. But did somebody um, ask about a work bank? No, yes, Kristen did ask about this, but this other question was about um, food etiquette in the workplace. Oh, oh, okay. So we we're coming for you, Kristen. Um, Shaq, you wanted to foreshadow millennial music. What was it? You you I what mean you it? the millennial music mix mash oh millennial music mix whatever you want to call it um I think y'all gonna oh millennial music mashup yes um I think y'all really gonna like it so next episode we're gonna come back with y'all and kind of share with you some um some songs that we grew up listening to and like that we really really know kind of know all the lyrics to we've known them so long that we don't even remember where we know the lyrics from but we're gonna put a little um we're gonna put a little remix to them we want to um 
basically change the lyrics up and say what it would mean or what it would sound like if it were today. Because, you know, we got so much more technology than we used to have. We have so mm -hmm. many more resources. And so we're going to take a little spin on it and we all going to come back with a little song and we're going to share. And then um, what y'all can do in the meantime is send us some old songs, some old <laughs> classics that you really like. And we will uh, we'll see what we can do. Okay, okay. Give me y'all a little sneak peek. Alrighty, and so, Jasmine, do you have any announcements? No, that was it. I'm excited to hear what song everybody brings to the table. Okay. And so, for our action items on today's show, um, all we have is two things. One, remember, we will not be bringing you a podcast next Friday. It is our off week. So, you, you will have a full week, a complete week to listen to all of the episodes all three, so you can be ready for our fourth episode. Um, you can still comment, share, and like all of the episodes from the past. We'll still look at them. Um, so thank you for all of that. And then lastly, make sure you follow us on all of our social medias, Books to Bills podcast, for both IG and Facebook. And then you can email your questions, comments, and concerns to from Books to Bills podcast at gmail.com. 